Hello, everybody. This is Jodini, and it's time to get geeky. And joining me, as always, are the tag team. I just realized if I combine your two names together, it's Solo Dunk. Hmm. It's just I technically mean, a basketball term. That's our fusion name. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you were to either DNA Digivolve or make a wrestling tag team, you that's what you would do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be Legend. like the ultimate Space Jam. It's Dunk Legend. Dunk Legend. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another good one, too. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me write that down for an idea for my Mugen. <laughs> oh my god. Hello, you know Circus of Videos in the chat. Hello. Do you know what Mugen is? Yes, I played Mugen a lot back in the, the late 2000s when I was in high school. It was that fighting game that you can create. Yes. I you know what like the how I was exposed to it. Um my friend actually made a YouTube video back when Mugen was popular. Uh it was basically Homer versus Peter Griffin. And Ooh. Um, yeah, that's how he got me into it. It's like, Hey, if you ever wanted to see, uh, Homer and, uh, Peter and smash, well, it's kind of like it, but not really, but it's like the internet version. So yeah, you have anyone you could find. Yes. Which was awesome. Some of them were pretty, uh, some of them were pretty, uh, uh, OG. Uh, some of them, it was just like, how is that even possible? You can have, uh, Dio Brando fighting, uh, fighting. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal or whatever his name is. Yeah, something like that. Shaq. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, we might as well get started. Uh, some of the stuff, I mean, the name of the title is what we're going to be talking about first. Uh, I see already people in the chat are already saying it's a bad idea and someone saying it's a marvelous idea. We have Circus saying it's bad. We have Robert saying it's marvelous. But let's get right into it. Um, Rugrats. The announcement was made by Nickelodeon that Rugrats is getting rebooted. Its first season is going to have 26 episodes. And not only that, they've also said that they are going to make a live-action movie in 2020 no. with CGI characters. No! Okay, so wait, the, look awful. The, the series, the TV series, it will be a cartoon, right? Yes. Okay, I was worried that the whole TV thing was going to be live action. That's what I was worried about. No, 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 no. Okay, so I can deal with that, I think. No, it's two separate things. Um, as far as I know, let me just check here really quick. I want to say, I mean, they already announced when the movie is coming out. I don't know if they said when the actual TV show, uh, the reboot, is going to happen. Hmm. But... We do know it's going to be an entire full season. So if it fails, at least they tried. But um, it, it people are pretty mixed on it, uh, I will say the least. I did a poll on Twitter the day before, and I asked everybody, like, what do you think about the idea of them rebooting the Rugrats? And the overall response I got was, who cares? Yeah, but it's also kind of like... Uh, like a nostalgic cash grab that we've seen time and time again. Yeah, plus, really good thing. There are fans of the show that are probably going to be pissed by it. Mm -hmm. It seems to me like it's a small chance something good is going to come out of it. Like it's going to be actually like 
well made and produced and written. I mean, that stuff like just never usually comes out well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sketchity is saying in the chat, I hate the idea Nickelodeon is creatively bankrupt. Yeah, I think that. I think every TV show company is creatively bankrupt right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the new Cartoon the Network stuff is pretty shitty too. Yeah. Circus of Videos is saying in the chat, that's why uh, I have a bad feeling about the art style. I haven't seen it. Yeah, me yeah. neither. Yeah, it hasn't really, um, it hasn't really come out yet. I mean, they have no trailer or teaser for it, but I think I think Circus is just worried that you know the art style is not going to be as crisp as it was in the beginning, or it's just it's just going to look weird. Yeah, uh-huh. we have to wait and see. Hopefully, they won't go the route of a uh, the the fucking reboot of a uh, Thundercats. Oh yeah, I thought I heard about that too. I wasn't a Thundercats fan, so I was like, eh, whatever. I mean, I'll say this. I am I was a fan of the Rugrats. Like that was like one of the very first cartoons besides Disney that I watched. Mm-hmm. But um I'll say this. Rugrats, regardless of how many people liked it growing up, it's not a popular franchise. Yeah. It hasn't made that much money. I mean, if you take a look on Wikipedia's uh article on the highest grossing media franchises, only SpongeBob, I believe, is the only Nickelodeon show that has ever made it on that list. Hence why they keep milking the hell out of it. Yeah, which is why SpongeBob has its own musical. It has two movies under its belt. It's mm. got video games. It's got everything. It's it's popular. Rugrats, yes. I mean, Rugrats and- was the first Nickel Nicktoon movie to actually have a movie, but not on the same level as SpongeBob. And, and I'm gonna say this right now, as I know it's probably gonna upset a lot of people. I think they're going to do the same thing with Loud House. Yeah. They're going to milk it. I mean, it's just movie, just SpongeBob 2.0. Sound mm-hmm. effects are the same. Music is the same. And the internet authority ruined the show for me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I can't really give an opinion on it. Uh, Sketchy is also saying, on a scale of 1 to 10, which YouTuber will be in the live action movie? <laughs> uh well, one of the um, one of the easy to to market guys. So like um, Logan Paul. Yeah, like Logan Paul and Jake. As long as you don't know their YouTube beef, you can easily market Logan Paul and Jake Paul. And you can uh, I don't know, maybe like I don't know what KSI does. Is he one of those like YouTube friendly faces? I don't know. It, what it a bunch means- of YouTubers you never heard of who don't say swear words. KSI, who's that? Yeah, uh, no one important. Don't worry about it. <laughs> maybe, maybe Tommy C can play Tommy. Hmm. We're talking about YouTubers here. I mean, Logan Paul could play Chucky because he's got the hair for it. Um, <laughs> who would play Phil and Lil, and who would play Angelica? Angelica, who is like a terribly annoying female YouTuber. But that's a assu- but that's assuming they're going to have him as adults. Because from also what I read, they're going to be in CGI. Well, they could do the. I mean, they. Is that the, are they rebooting the original show or the this continuation? No, it's a reboot of the original show. And but the movie, the but the movies stuff. in CGI. Yeah, the movie, it's be babies. Yeah. So are we it's just going to take? Grown like, up. <laughs> yeah, well, they haven't. They haven't up. said anything about the all grown up part. So it's probably not because. 
Not a lot of people watched it all growing up. Hence why I got canceled, I think. Yeah. Uh, Damn it. Let's, I'm trying to see what else people are saying in the chat real quick. Uh, Sketchy saying the movie will be straight to video quality. Yep. Uh, every Nickelodeon movie is like that. Robert saying, Ready Player One, a movie that in no way is insulting. It doesn't make people want to end it all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ready Player One is a good movie, wow. even though I haven't seen it. Though that seems to the Gundam and Iron Giant. I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah, it's uh, riding off of the nostalgic factor. That's probably like, you know, what we were talking about earlier. Uh, sketchy. Hey, people, were, people were pissed when they were like, all right, we can't have Ultraman, but we're adding Iron Giant and Gundam. A circus of video. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, circus of videos is saying. Then again, the reboot could be good. I see Nick didn't mess up Double Dare that much. Is that a game show? Yes, Double yeah, Double Dare was, I think, the uh, the original game show on Nickelodeon. Hmm. That's I why they really... that's why they brought that back and not Legends of the Hidden Temple, which I'm still upset. I don't over. really count uh, game shows as like a reboot because this is it's literally the same thing. Well, I mean, I mean, they added, I mean, they obviously since it's 2018, they want to sort of uh, cater to like today's audience and not like the nostalgic factor. So they got somebody younger and it's not, it's not really the same vibe as it was in the eighties and nineties. So um, obviously they're playing to that crowd, but it's still the same show. It's just like different faces. Um, you know, they turned legends into a uh, legends of the hidden temple into a TV movie like a couple of years ago. It's, I think, the only movie that's based on a game show in the history of the world. Um, oh, yeah. It's sketchy saying, remember, Joe, Legends of the Hidden Temple probably has a higher set budget. Yeah, yeah I don't know how Nickelodeon's doing right now in terms of profit. Um, I don't know what, how much revenue they're bringing in on how much profit they're making off of it. Um, uh, Darcy Kelly saying, my cousin can play Angelica because she's her fucking clone. Mm. Sauce picks. That's <laughs> oh, a bad idea, especially. Oh, yeah. Kid. yeah, I mean, it's interesting though. Like, are they just gonna take like adults and just CGI them into humans? Like, does Nickelodeon even have the technology of a Disney that they can able to do that without people complaining about the CGI effects? I really hope it's not gonna be all right. It's the real world with CGI characters. And then they make the CGI characters look fucking awful. Yeah, that doesn't. It's. I think it's more, and it's more in the minority that they actually make that look really good. I um, really hope they don't yeah, make it look like that one picture of that freaky looking girl that's been circulating through the past few weeks. Oh no! Oh yeah! I don't oh, I've seen that, and I can't sleep properly anymore because that that's in the uncanny valley for me. I, that's, I, 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 it's that. that. I see that, and then I see that Obama picture, and they're always Obama? paired up on Twitter. You mean Obunga? Is that is that what do they call it? I don't yeah, know. it's called Obunga. Plus, it's not a really an, a a freaky deformity. It's based off a of manga. Oh, where it's oh. basically giant cockroaches with those faces attack humans. I think mm. you're echoing again, though. There, Dunk. Am I? Okay. Um. Yeah, but it, it, it also another thing to keep in mind. Also, um, the original voice actors. Uh, I mean. Like, the original voice actor of uh, Chucky passed away. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they were that old. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you take a look at some of the old, uh, if you take a look at some of the interviews they did when they were doing the splat 
you know, that because, you know, the splat thing is kind of something they're doing on um, the, the higher cable channels where it's all just like pop, like old nostalgic Nickelodeon shows. Uh, they did an interview with a lot of the um, the voice actresses. Um, Chucky's wasn't there because she's uh, gone. Uh, so that's why they got Nancy Cartwright, the actress who uh, voice actress who plays Bart Simpson. Uh, she that's why she took um, the role of Chucky, and uh, the voice actress for Chucky died of cancer, actually, according to Sketchity. Aww. Yeah. Um. So they might get they might get uh, Chucky's second voice actress, but E.G. Daly is still around. Uh, she plays Tommy, but you know she hasn't really done anything since the show has ended. Most, I mean, besides that show, she was in the Pee Wee Herman movie as sort of the love interest for Pee Wee. Um, I and uh, obviously, I think the voice actress for Phil and Lil is still around. I mean, she's still doing stuff. Um, I mean, I'm thinking about it, but you have to realize, is a show about babies going to be popular in this day and age? Oh, I mean, I mean, if they do story, I mean, if they do stories about like if if they're gonna reboot them as like millennial babies, oh, that'd be terrible. Oh yeah, they got they all got, they have like tablets and have no communication with their parents at all. Yep, great. Well, it's weird too because Stu's voice actor is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. He died a couple of years ago. Uh, I think you're still the echoing there. Ugh, hang on. I hear echo. I do on my end. All right. Uh, it's very, it's very small. It's very low, but I could still hear it. Um. Oh, Sketchy saying the original voice actress retired. Uh, according to their voice act. Oh yeah, they're, oh yeah, the cartoon came out in like the nineties. Yeah, it's been about twenty to thirty years. Yeah. What was it? I think. Uh, what was it? Dill was play. Was voice actress was. Um, the same voice actress as Timmy from the Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, Tara Strongheart, or whatever the hell her yes, name was. Tara Strong. Yeah, she did. Uh, she did Dill uh, for All Grown Up, but I think she also did Dill for um, some of the some of the crying and some of the the, the the little voices that he did. I mean, I can tell you one thing: it's going to become the dark age of cartoons soon. Yeah, because Adventure, Adventure Time and. Uh, that gumball's coming to an end. Oh, really? Yeah. Avengers Time literally has two episodes left and one episode's of the Minecraft episode. And gumball is like, all right, season six is going to be the last season. Mm-hmm. And then who knows, maybe in 20 years they'll reboot it again. Uh, I really hope not. It's going to be nostalgic for uh, the generation after us. Oh, wait, let's see. Uh, Sketchy saying E.G. Daly actually did a bunch of singing gigs. She sang the Two and a Half Men theme song. Really? Uh, yeah, I guess she. I guess she did the the voice of the kid during the theme song. Uh, she played Buttercup as well, and she also worked on Baby Blue or Baby Blues, which I never saw, and I don't know what Buttercup is either. Buttercup is from Powerpuff Girls. Oh, okay. Okay, they, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the one that also got a terrible reboot. Yeah. It's like, in my opinion, you rather than cashing in a nostalgia, because your main audience is kids, you're pissing off old fans. Like, I mean, you have a few options. You're going to have reboot and piss off the old fans, like what they did with Teen Titans Go. Yeah. But they could have, like, like the Unikitty cartoon. They basically could have just made Teen Titans Go with that, and no one would have batted an eye. 
if they did the same kind of humor, then oh yeah, people would definitely still watch it. But because they made Teen Titans Go, it pissed off a lot of people. And yeah. I'm sorry if I sound distracted. I'm playing Mugen right now because you got me in the mood. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm beating up Jin Kazama. <laughs> With who? Uh, Vine Sauce Joel because he got a made a character. Oh, God. Hey, he made a whole stream because someone made him a Mugen. And then the person who made it like released his character. <laughs> it's actually uh, fun to play. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, looks like Dunk's mic broke. So he's oh, going to try to fix it. Yeah, it's... Uh, so anyway, um, Green Chill Zone is saying in the chat, what cartoons do you think should be rebooted? Uh, I don't yeah, know. I hear you. All right, like, cool. I was, I was really talking about Cartoons that didn't do good. Like, it was, like, cartoons that really didn't catch people's attentions. I think it what I wanted to say earlier is that, like, I think um, people are hesitant to move on from what they liked when they were young and companies like networks are also scared to move on from those people as well and yeah. start over. They just again, scared to do it. Look at Teen Titans Go. Was the that best was... show ever, Solo. No. <laughs> Teen Titans was better. Oh, Teen, Teen Titans was great. Teen Titans Go is just dumpster fire compared to it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, no the, only, the only thing I'm looking forward to in the movie is literally the... <laughs> And they came to Batman Superman. Wasn't there oh, a yeah. point <laughs> right. where like the only thing Cartoon Network would play would be Teen Titans Go? Like their yep. entire all their blocks were just filled with it? Yep, that was a few year ago, I think. I remember reading about it somewhere. Ah, Sketch Doodle says it should be about style, not gimmicks. Yeah. That's like, probably uh, uh, Japanese cards, Japanese television falls with the gimmick style, and they do actually good choice. Good choices. Like a show I can recommend with gimmicks is Common Rider Build. That's actually really dark for a kid show. Speaking of dark cartoons, I want Disney to bring back Gargoyles. Uh, that was actually uh, when I went to SuperCon here in South Florida. They actually had a lot of Gargoyles merchandise. I right, was pretty surprised by that. I have another list: cartoons that ended early that were like canceled that were good. That's another thing that should be rebooted. Again, I would say Gargoyles because it only lasted like three really? seasons. Yeah. No, it, only like, it was like 94 to 96. Did it have an ending but or did it like get cut off for the next season? Okay. So here's what happened. Uh, uh, hi, madam, by the way. Um, anyway, or madame ghosty. Uh, so what happened was uh, the first two seasons were uh, written by the original writer. But then um, the third season is actually not considered canon according to the to the writer or the creator of Gargoyles. What happened was Disney decided to put Gargoyles on uh, Disney on ABC, which was like a little block of cartoons on the weekends yeah, so Fox kids can yeah. watch it. Yeah, it was like to compete against Fox Kids. Um, what they did was they had the Doug show on there. They also had uh, uh, Gargoyles, and they dubbed the third season the Goliath Chronicles. And it was a lot lighter. It wasn't dark as the first two seasons were. And the original creator had nothing to do with it. He was just like a consultant, I believe. And so what happened was in the mid-2000s, late 2000s, the original creator decided to turn Gargoyles into a comic book. And the comic book was everything that he wanted to have the third season be. And um, the comic book didn't do so well. So, cause there wasn't a lot of uh, 
there wasn't a lot of, I think, interest in it. But for me personally, I would love to see them either well, not reboot it, but actually continue the story uh, and have the comic book come to life as the third season. But, you know, since Disney has like all this, like all this power behind it, I think they could actually decide like, hey, we could do a live action Gargoyles movie and try to bring that back up to speed. I'm looking at a list of a lot of like famous shows and a lot of them weren't on for that long. Like I feel like Avatar, The Last Airbender was on for like six years or something. It was only on for three. Yeah, but yeah. that show got it properly ended. Yeah, I think it's one of the few shows that actually did end properly. Yeah, it ended properly. It, it it ended like a teaser, and then Legend of Korra came out, and I just really lost interest in that because the interest for Avatar ended like it, it came out too late, in my opinion. You think? Why yeah, is that? Because they waited too long. Okay. Because they oh. came out like another six years after the show ended or something. So it's like, all right, you remember the fans? Here's another show where. Oh, we're talking about Korra. Okay. Korra. Yeah. Where we basically remove all the elements of the first show. They're all centered in a city. And she's learned already most of the powers. Like that was like my favorite part of Avatar was watching the characters go to like these different places. Like each place was virtually different. But oh, yeah, then they yeah, yeah. have them centered in that one city for like a whole season or two. Maybe three. Maybe all of them were centered in that city. But yeah. It you know, it's really fun. Oh, sorry. You didn't really do it for me. Like I, I, I watched the first few episodes, and I didn't like it. Of Korra? Yeah, I didn't like Korra. Well, it certainly wasn't the Avatar, but I kind of like it's like the, it was for me. It was like the closest thing I would get, and it was in the same universe, so I kind of yeah. just stuck through it. Not nearly as good, but I, I actually had some fun with it because I was an Avatar fan. Yeah, because it's like all right, they basically removed a lot of the old characters that we loved, and it's like. Mm -hmm. What happened to Zuko's mother? They only they only followed that up in a book they released after the show ended. Oh, uh, what was that? Uh, Circus of Videos is saying uh, they're. Uh, I've totally forgot about this. They're also rebooting the Animaniacs. Ah, yes, that show could be good. Yes, I mean the I I well Rob Paulson plays. Uh, I can't. I forget which uh, Animaniac he played, but I know he's still voice acting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he could definitely play uh, the one of them. I, I think all of them are still around, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I mean, Cam Clark is still around from that time period, and he's still voice acting. Um, yeah, so they can get a lot of those old guys back. Yeah, we've been speaking for about cartoons for about 20 minutes. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, this was a pretty big thing. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously... Uh, Obviously, I, I I was reaching out to a few of the a uh, few of the girls from my other podcast, PJ's One, and I asked them about it. It's like, oh my, they're they're just not happy at all. And you know, mm. I asked them if they wanted to like make it a broader subject, and it's like, well, that's like trying to open a can of worms. Yeah, um, I mean, in my opinion, you can either go with two routes or three routes of the cartoon. Uh, you can either pandere to the old old fans. And rework the entire show, but make it for the older fans that grew up with the show. Like, this is a retelling, but in a different way. And, like, the Thundercats reboot that came out, a few, like, years ago in the early 2010s. The one that They'll I can't never understand. Movie. They'll never understand. It has to be one or the other. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the, there's the, the second one is basically you reboot the show entirely for a new audience. Like, none of the older elements from the old show 
are there. Nothing nostalgic, a brand new set of characters. Same setting, but these characters are new, re newly refined. Mm. Or you could go the bad route, in my opinion. You could pander the kids with the old style and basically try to attract the old fans. And do it like Thundercats Go-Go, or whatever the hell it's called. And basically make everything childish for the kids, but when the, when the older fans watch it, they don't like it because it's not what they grew up with. Drawn Chester saying in the chat, he's referring to Dunk here. Uh, you need more BTR. BTR? You never have too much Big Time Rush. You guys don't know what BTR is? Oh, I feel bad, man. Uh, Big Time Rush, yeah, best yeah, band yeah. of all time. Fact. They, re they rebooted Reboot. Yeah, they did. Thank you for reminding me, and that, and that reboot sucked. Green Chill Zone is also saying we need a reboot of Beast Wars. Nah, I don't think so. Mainly because the popularity on Beast Wars isn't really there anymore. I mean, Optimus Primal, he still exists as a character, and people like him, but he, they're not, like... Beast Wars was a, a weird time for Transformers, because at that time, it wasn't about, like, you know, cars and stuff. It was shortly after G Transformers G2, which wasn't really good, because it was just the original Transformers show with new added segments, and that really wasn't good. I mean, they, the, the company decided to reinvent everything and make, oh, Beasts. Robot, like uh, regular a mammals versus dinosaurs and and predators, the Maxwells and Predacons, and then after that they basically tried to transition back into robots with uh, beast beast machines or whatever it's called. Yeah, beast machines. And that didn't really go over well because the show was complete and utter scary to look at. Yeah, <laughs> it scared kids. And then, in my opinion, people could say whatever they want about Armada, Energon, and Cybertron. It did bring back attention to the original Transformers, like the the, the cars. Armada was okay; it wasn't terrible. Energon was, uh, it was there, but it wasn't really that bad. I mean, that's what happens when you make a business and you have to transport Japanese animation from from old from uh, into American stuff. Considering that, hell, in Japan, Cybertron wasn't really a part of the trilogy; it was its own thing. And they actually got some new scenes added in to the end of Cybertron, which uh, basically it showed off all the old characters. And I was like, wow, that's amazing because they're showing off love for the fans in America. It's basically their way of saving a thing, like saying they're sorry for Energon. <laughs> and hell, even the gimmicks, the, the whole Cyber Keys and the designs for Cybertron, I really liked. Like, one of my favorites, like, my favorite, like, Starscream design came from Cybertron. Yeah. So, it, it's, it's, yeah, yeah that would be really tough to bring that back. Because, again, I don't think that was a very popular franchise either. I mean, Beast Wars, I don't think even makes, like, the top list of, it was of like, really, I don't think it reaches the billion dollar mark. I don't think it was popular enough that it ended the show properly ended. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in my opinion, if they go back to like the old days where basically it wasn't about all these fancy looking cars, like I'm actually excited for the new Bumblebee movie because he's not a sports car. He's no. just a regular beetle. Yeah. He's an eighties car. And I think what are you supposed and it's, to be? and it even takes place in the eighties, which is yeah. even better because it, you know, it's, it's that time period. And in my opinion, this movie would be a good choice if they decided to reboot the whole franchise in the 80s. Have, like, Spike come back. Now, wait, was his name Spike? I don't know. 
was uh, wait was it Dan or Spike? Was Spike the son? Hold on. I don't know. I, audience, I don't know much about it. Audience, help me. Was Spike the son or the father? So, um, there's something that I would love, you know, one last thing, and then we'll get off this topic and get into other things. Um, I was thinking uh, if they could bring back either, oh, yeah, uh, Green Chill Zone saying Dan was Spike's son. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a little confused because I haven't seen that movie in years. One series I would love them to bring back as a not as a reboot, but just to bring back is Donkey Kong Country. The Canadian one? Yes, the Canadian one. No. You <laughs> may touch it once. Just as a just as a just as a cult thing. But the, the, who's who'd watch it? Uh there's a couple of people that would probably watch it. I mean, you've seen all the memes online of DKC, and you know DKC had a lot of YouTube poops back then as well. So just to just to cater to like the just to cater to like the the small group of people. Coconut cream pies. Yes. Ugh. Oh, you know what? All right. Well, last thing. Remember, um, one show that I'd love to actually have rebooted would be Courage the Cowardly Dog. But instead of having it, instead of having it as like a kids show, like be it be it like an actual horror show or a series, that would be actually fucking killer. They actually tried to bring it back a few years ago, Tales of Courage, and like a three D animated style, which oh. actually looked pretty good. But the show never really picked up. There's like a there's like a pilot all on Daily Motion, I think, or VidMe. Mm-hmm. But I think it, so. It seems interesting. I know I'd absolutely watch that. Yeah, it's called Tales of Courage. You can Google it. Green Chill is saying Super Mario Brothers Super Show reboot. Uh, I don't think that's happening because they're already making a Super Mario Brothers movie. So again, uh, oh, it's going to be animated. Uh, I mean, by, uh, it's going to be like it's going to be animated by the same people that made the um, the uh, Minions uh, series. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, oh, yeah, because uh, they're gonna the they're gonna make the Koopas or Goombas into the minions of the movie, aren't they? No, I don't think they're gonna do. I don't think they're gonna do it like how they did with Mario and the Rabbits. I don't think, even though that game was really fun. I mean, yeah, people well, just—it's a people, good game. Yeah, people thought, oh, this is gonna suck, and then they were like, oh. It's not. It's an example of two concepts that don't work that make a good game. Great chill saying Minions Mario still sounds better than live action Sonic. I mean, we will have to wait and see how that looks. Yeah. Like, we, it, it we could don't even. Be, oh, the scenery's real life, but everyone's animated. Yeah, we don't know how Jim Carrey's going to look as Dr. Eggman yet. <laughs> uh, I really hope it. I really am hoping, and yet I'm not hoping at the same time. It's like Batman and Robin's Riddler. Oh god. <laughs> was that a Donkey Kong series you were talking about earlier? Was that the one um did you see Donkey made a video on it? Do you follow him at all? No. Is that the same one? Okay. No. Alright, because he did one on Donkey, it. I don't, I, I don't mean to be rude, but Donkey is one of those voices where I could just fall asleep to it. Because it, it sounds so bland to me. Oh dude, Don, uh Donkey and Solo Beef on Twitter. Um, no, I don't yeah, yeah. fight, fight, fight. I'm just saying that if I have trouble sleeping, I put them on and just sleep. <laughs> Donkey, feel free to come on and defend yourself. <laughs> All right. So is that, is, that a, is that a mud crab with a hat on? I can't. <laughs> this. Let's go, Master Chief. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, getting into uh, the other video games. So uh, it was revealed 
uh, about a 2013 video game that came out. It was called um, Aliens Colonial Marines. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not a very great game. And the reason why it wasn't a great game was because of a one-letter typo. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in the game's code for the game, uh, there was a word that was supposed to be T-E-A-T-H-E-R. It was supposed to be teether. But in the game code, they wrote it as tether, T-E-T-H-E-R. So because they didn't add an A in there, it caused the AI to behave in very weird ways. So the whole reason why the game was bad was because they forgot a line of code. A letter. A letter of code. Just one letter. Just one letter. You have to test. That is an example. I'm, I'm, I'm going in for programming next month sex semester for college and that is something that you cannot have that's gonna bring you down like if you're if you're a programmer for a video game you have to double check it no matter what everything you do everything even before the final release check it that's like, it doesn't, like, that's, that's like one of like the greatest what ifs of like in history like for instance like what if you know germany won world war ii what if they didn't screw this up and uh space marines or whatever it was called was the best video game of all time yeah what like, it could have been a lot better than a six out of ten. The AI could have been good, but it's wait, wait, isn't the AI the only thing bad about the game though? Well, Green Chill Zone is saying it's part of the reason, but he's yeah. not really going into any specifics about what the other reasons are. Yeah, I also heard yeah. nothing good about that game. Yeah, I think it's like boring level design and stuff. Not really good graphics, but the game could have been a lot enjoyable to play. When it, did it come out in 2012? 13. 13? That same looked year. like that could have been like 2008, easy. The same year as Metal Gear Rising. Is it weird that I think my game came out in 2014? No, not really. Maybe because yeah. you're thinking like you could still use the, the controller and all, like a lot of yeah. other games. Yeah. In fact, you could still do it for Smash Ultimate when that comes out. Yeah, I mean, Metal Gear Rising was a good game. It had good music. I love it. Uh, oh, they're also saying like you can actually uh, it's possible to actually fix the code and like do it in its original thing. I don't know if anybody's ever attempted it, but it's possible. Hey, I'm going to go BRB real quick. Okay. So excuse Joe, did, was that from a developer that someone that, that found it or did someone find the code or the error? Oh, they just they, it was from uh, PC Games N. Okay. Uh, that's the like the I that's actually like a uh, news opinion and a uh, a news and opinion PC gaming thing. But it's not the actual people that made the game. It's just um, uh, a, a content. A PC games uh, actually found it. PC games N. For anybody that's on Twitter, you can find them at at PC games N, and they have a website and they pretty much cover everything PC game related. There it is. All right. Yeah. They are the ones that I think were the uh, they actually covered it and it got exposure to the point where people are just like, so that's the reason why you're one of the reasons why your game was bad just because of one simple thing. One simple thing can change the entire. Um, that's why they always say like you sometimes if you when you're making games like this, um, you gotta every single minor detail has to be taken care of. Because if it isn't, then obviously you're going to have mistakes like that. Was uh, it made by Gearbox? Because Gearbox apparently tweeted it out. They're like feeling tethered to your current job. I think that was a poke at the game. But I don't know. It wasn't made by them, was it? Because that'd be 
like a self-aware joke? Yeah. Well, if it was a self-aware joke, then yes, it probably would have been. Uh, it was designed by Randy Pritchford, the developers, Gearbox, LLC, yeah. TimeGate Studios, the Merges Studios, Nerve Software, and Check Six Games. So they had, yeah, they had about five developers. And on Steam, it's got a six out of ten. And it was made on Unreal Engine. So yeah, it didn't so yeah, they didn't actually they didn't actually say anything. It's just somebody from another site noticed it and actually talked about it. Mm, okay. But yeah, uh what was it? Green Chill Zone had a comment saying, I remember re oh let's see. Uh, the story and the amount of fighting humans instead of uh, aliens I've heard got criticized. Um, uh, Green Chills says, I remember reading a blog talking about the downgrades in Sonic Adventure DX from the Dreamcast version, and they would talk about fixing graphical errors by changing one line of code. Yeah, there, there's um, there's channels that go into the code and make the graphics like incredibly low so you can run at anything. I love those channels. Yeah. Great. Wish I need to do that. Um. Okay. I I don't think in the article it tells you exactly how they found that out, but whatever. Still yeah. very interesting. Yeah, I know. It's like, and you know, there's also people. I think Madame Ghosty is saying that goes to show how much I know about programming. I had no idea a little mistake like that can screw up so much. Oh, yeah. And also, Green Chill is saying like the story uh, of uh, is it's stupid and fascinating at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never played it before, but now the intrigue is in. I wonder. Uh, look, hold on. I'm going to find out exactly how much for anybody out there that is actually interested. Let me pull up Steam really quick and let me see how much the game actually costs because this game was like five years ago. There might be a Steam sale where you can get it for like sixty cents. So if if it's that good and you're that intrigued to play a very like a very bad game because of it, then let's find out. Really, you can probably find it somewhere for real cheap. You don't want to even pay full price for it. Some third party is probably selling it. Oh, it's probably in like one of the bins at GameStop. Oh yeah, for sure. It was probably like there's no way we're getting rid of this thing. It's just throwing the pile. Well, no, I think because of this news story, they might be like, oh, hey, uh, you know, here's this game that we have. Publicity is publicity, you know? Okay, well, they have a collection on, mm-hmm. uh, they have Colonial Marines collection for $29.99. Hmm. Is that the collection, does that come with all the DLC and stuff? I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, if you think, okay. Just think of anything with collections in the title. And it should come with almost everything extra that it yeah. didn't have in the original. So anyway, getting on to other video game news. Um, they released the Pokemon Company released the trailer for Pokemon. Uh, Let's go Pokemon. Uh, they introduced a lot more uh, interesting things about it, including the fact that you can actually uh, design it, ha- Pikachu and Eevee's hair. <laughs> Which I'm for because I've, 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 I saw the memes about it. <laughs> yeah, which uh, if I mean if you're into like hairstyling or you want to make your Pokemon look pretty, then you obviously can. 
Mm. But they also introduced a lot more things. You can actually ride different Pokemon. You can have Pokemon follow you besides Pikachu and Eevee because they're practically on your shoulder. But Pokemon can follow you. It's pretty much like Pokemon Red and Blue, except it's more of a Pokemon Go style. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, you get to fight gym leaders. It's it's the original game all over again. They're reintro- they're reintroducing it. Fat M Ghosty is saying Pokemon fashion model game. I mean, that's practically what contests were in the third generation. So you could say that yes, they could bring the contests back. Pokemon runway, Green Chill Zone is saying. And coming down the stage is Pikachu mm. with his really long style hair. You'll notice that the tail has been fluffed out. And look at the way that Pikachu is gracing the stage. Strut your stuff, Pikachu. <laughs> They can do uh, RuPaul's uh, Pokemon Drag Race if they ever wanted to. Oh, see, there's like so many. Is this two like player? What? Just two player? Oh shit! Yeah, it's two players, dude. Yeah, that was the great. other thing. That was the other thing they also announced is that you can play with two players. Um, you can also, uh, I mean, they already announced this when they did the E3 thing, but you can also have two players like do like help you catch Pokemon easier. But then again, one player can easily do that. Mm. So uh, w- this this goes with Pokemon Go and Pokemon uh, Let's Go. Like, they they go together, right? Like, you, can you transfer Pokemon for Pokemon Go to your? To yes, this? you can. Yes, you okay. can. Which is what I know some people that still play the game are going to be doing because there's people that still play it after two years. In fact, we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so people are probably going to export or or import their already high-leveled Pokemon into the game and pretty much just screw, like, just pretty much run over everything, which is not fun. That seems, ugh. I don't know how that gets boring really fast. That's why I'm not going to even attempt to get Pokemon Go, my account up and ready. I'll just play it, like, originally, like how it was meant to be played. (laughs) Sketchy saying, America's next top Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, just turn Pokemon into a reality show. I mean, it is the biggest franchise of all time. I mean, it even beats out Star Wars, and now you'll have even more reason <laughs> if that ever turned into like a thing. Now, because that's what Pokemon contests were in Generation Three. You pretty much had to make them cool or make them like beautiful, and just to try to get contest points. Mm-hmm. And then of course, like the moves that they did were pretty much a way to, you know, Oh, look at the style of the moves that they're doing. And then obviously the show did contests differently where you can actually have battles, but you know, for game mechanics, yeah, they decided they wanted to just make a Pokemon game based on contests where you take Pokemon and you have them perform in like the biggest contests around the region, then they could do that. But they, I don't think they're really going to be bringing that back. I mean, even though they brought it back in sun and moon, maybe it'll have like a little spinoff game of its own. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Madame is saying, imagine Charmander in a blonde wig. (laughs) <laughs> man i i've i'm so curious about like i've been trying to keep up with the changes but some of them haven't made sense to me about the pokemon go so it's going to be like a full do you need do you need to catch stuff with your phone or can you do it in game too no 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 here's how it's going to work you don't even need the pokemon go app at all oh so you, yeah it's its own game i mean okay. they just give you the option to import it i have returned Good. Hello, okay. Solo. Yeah. We're, uh, we're talking about uh, Let's Go Pokemon. What? 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were just with the chat was like blowing up with ideas of like since you know since we're talking about like hairstyles now that you could do with Pikachu and Eevee. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna give my Pikachu a big afro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Green Chillstone saying they should do a Big Brother reality show, but it's Pokemon interacting inside the PC. <laughs> oh great! <laughs> or they could do the Amazing Race, except it's with Pokemon, and they just have to travel around the Kanto region. Wait, wait, wait! Damn it! Madame is saying, I was trying to think of a Miss America Pokemon pun, but I failed. Green Chill said, Miss Yanova. Yeah, we're practically thinking like Pokemon could just do runways and like do, like, do contests. Guys. What? Are you, right? Are you trying to make a joke? This podcast is brought to you by Coca-Cola. Oh, no, God. Can we get in trouble for that? <laughs> yes, you can, actually. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not official. <laughs> not yet, at least. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to look at this podcast three years from now. It's like, wait a minute, we didn't sponsor this <laughs> back then. Sponsor it now, but not back then. Oh, man. So, uh, I cannot wait for the game. I mean, it comes out in Nova... <laughs> Blastoise needs more hairspray stat, Madam Ghost, he says in the chat. No, but I can't wait till the game comes out. I mean, obviously, it's a different version of red and blue. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an easier way for kids nowadays to play the game. I mean, back then, I mean, we had to constantly grind in order to increase the levels. I mean, they haven't really said how you're going to level up Pokemon. Um, I like grinding uh, was like that was always the most difficult part for Pokemon for me that you couldn't and just nowadays literally just turn this thing on and now all your Pokemon share XP. Yeah. Oh, you can do that. Yeah, they have an yeah. XP share and then uh -huh. in like Gen five and up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. When they introduced that, the, that made it so much easier to start leveling up your Pokemon. And then you didn't have it, it. Basically, it just took like an, an hour, and then everybody was leveled up properly. Yeah, that's that's why I beat uh, X and Y so fast. Yeah, Sun and Moon, I liked it. I haven't yeah. played. I haven't played an actual proper Pokemon game in a long time. I think the last one I played all the way through was Pearl and Diamond. Oh well, they're going to be remaking that one, so it's going to obviously it's going to come out on the Switch. So unless they decide to do it on the 3DS. But I think the 3DS is dying because they haven't really announced much on it. No, you're right. Yeah, I mean, well, they I mean, mostly, I mean, E3 was mostly, was all Switch stuff. The Switch was such a massive hit. So I can imagine yeah. they'd be focusing all of their uh, attention on it. And they've already had the 3DS out for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the 3DS probably has like another year or two left on its life. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if the 3D. I don't know if the Switch is a replacement for the 3DS, but it's a mobile gaming thing. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to phase it out. Yeah, it's a combo of a uh, mobile and co a home console. Like mm -hmm. you could practically take it everywhere you go. Yeah, that's what the whole preference of the Switch was. That's why it's. I mean, granted, it hasn't made as many sales as the PS4. Still, I mean, the PS4 still beats out the Switch by a whole lot because people just care more about like playing at home than they care about taking it with them on the road also they only make like 12 switches a month <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's too i mean we gotta take that into account yeah 
But I mean, it's you know, I don't know how the I don't know how the other companies are going to be taking a look at it. But you know, you know, they I mean, Switch games are like. I, last time I checked, when I when we were doing like midterm sales, I still think that Mario Kart Eight Deluxe was like in the top ten. Um, mm. I'd have to I'd have to take a look at the numbers again, but you know I always pay attention to that stuff because that's general. That's that's more important than anything. Uh, PS4s are cheaper according to Dream Chill Zone, but Nintendo won't drop the Switch prices. No, I can't because I think so- Sony can. I don't think Sony or Microsoft try to sell their hardware to make a profit right they try to make it up through game sales which i don't think nintendo does no well what was it It, well their well nintendo's strategy is uh basically i mean they have like a whole bunch of franchises that 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 they have that are their own yeah that get uh, that get people excited for it i mean you should take a look at how much stuff that they did with zelda and mario by itself and now mm. you're putting Pokemon into this mix right now. You're obviously going to have that blow up even more. And then, of course, with Super Smash Brothers on the way, I mean, obviously that that's going to make people want it even more. There's so you know, much stuff coming to the Switch this winter. And I'm yeah. so happy for it. And yeah. people are like, "Oh, there aren't many Switch games now. They're coming out in the fall. Now they're yeah. now it's coming. It's it's slowly building. And obviously, this is just like the second year that it came out. So. Mm. There's gonna. I mean, this is just in its infancy, so there's pro. There's definitely gonna be a lot more stuff that they're gonna add to it. And since the 3DS is no longer their primary, um, is no longer one of their primary things, they're gonna go for it. They're gonna just go all in with the Switch, which they probably should do. And you know, they try to compete and try to keep up. I, I wouldn't say compete because I don't think it's right for any company to try to compete with another one. I mean. Obviously, you focus on your own brand as much as possible, and you try to get as much people in it as possible. I mean, that's why Nintendo partnered up with Microsoft with the whole Minecraft thing. I mean, oh, they're yeah. considered friends, and mm-hmm. Sony is just it's just being stubborn in the corner, like, nope, we're not going to have any relationship. I wonder if Sony's still. I, I wonder if Sony is still upset with Nintendo about the whole CD CDI thing. Probably Going back yeah. to the whole nineties. I don't know if they still hold grudges. Because <laughs> uh, it's like, we could have had a beautiful thing. We could have had Crash Bandicoot way earlier on the Nintendo 64, but no, we came back with the PlayStation and we kicked your ass in the 90s. I think the Nintendo Switch is really like crazy because there's there's games on there that I would never imagine that would have been on it, like Wolfenstein and Payday. Like if you told me that Nintendo would have those games on its console, I'd call you crazy before the Switch came out. But it's I'm glad that it is. I'm glad it's becoming like an actual console and not like usually Nintendo is really selective what gets put in it, but it's really taking anything now. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're they're putting a lot of their Wii U games on the Switch. I mean they the most recent one they're doing is uh Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Oh, that's gonna be great. I like that. Yeah. So I mean they're 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 trying to make up for what they did with the Wii U. And so I mean I know the Wii U was like I think the biggest failure that Nintendo made, besides mm-hmm. the virtual boy. Um so Green Chill Zone saying Sony actually went to Sega to partner up after Nintendo rejected them, but Sega thought that the idea of Sony making consoles was ridiculous and said no. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, so even Sega turned down Sony. 
the two biggest the, the, the two biggest gaming companies at yeah, that time. Yeah, I remember because Sega made the, the Genesis CD thing. There was yeah, there was like the Sega CD. Yeah, Sega CD. Then Nintendo did its own thing with CDI, and that failed. And Sony's like, you know what? Let's just do our own thing. Yeah, and they got and they killed them in the late and they killed them in like the mid to late nineties. Yeah. And they still do technically. I mean, I think Sony just has like a uh, more of an adult audience, and they, you know, they just cater to that, you know, audience. And I have a and and I would love to get a PS. I would love to get a PlayStation style console. But you know, if I had to pick between the two, I would go with Nintendo first. And then if I had enough money, then I or if I had enough space in my <laughs> on my desk, then I would get the PS4. But I'm just waiting until the PS5. I'll wait till then to actually buy a play, something PlayStation related because I have nothing bad to say about PlayStation whatsoever. I enjoyed having the first uh, PlayStation as a kid. I enjoyed it immensely, mm-hmm. and um, I just don't want to have to buy a PS4 and then three years later they come out with a brand new console. So I'll just wait till the five PSV comes out. Uh, that's actually a cool name. Yeah, I think that's what they should call it. Yeah. But they'll probably just be like, nah, we'll just keep the numbers going, which I I wouldn't mind. But anyway, so the last thing that we have before we close the show is uh, Mark Hamill reflecting his time as voicing the Joker for all these years. You know, it's been a cartoons. Yeah, in the video games, he's no longer. I mean, he's no longer doing the voice of it. I mean, he practically retired from it after the last video game that had the Joker in it. Oh, he's done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's done. not voicing Joker. He's been, yeah. The last game was pretty good. Yeah, he he's yeah. The last game that he did, he's voice of the Joker. He said, "That's it. I'm retiring from the voice because he's been doing it since 1992." Yeah, the an- animated series came out. Been doing it since after he became Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and that was and that must have been rough on him when uh, Star Wars ended because he was like, yeah. okay, what am I going to do with my career now? Harrison Ford's was, off doing movies. He was in another movie. I just got to remember what. All right, I'll take a look. I'll take a look at everything between '83 and '92 for Mark Hamill real quick and see if he was anything. in but I'm pretty sure he was like, okay, Harrison Ford went off to go do Indiana Jones and Blade Runner, so obviously his career is doing a lot better than mine. Carrie Fisher, I don't think, was doing anything either. None of them really yeah. had to do yeah. anything with the massive success of Star Wars. They yeah, really and they had like, oh, games or. Yeah. Games and stuff are still going on. Like they could just hitch back on that for years. And then they just get those royalties and kind of hang out. Yeah, I mean, but you know, money. I mean, I mean, even though they had the royalties and everything, you know, they're mm. they're still actors and they're still artists and they still want to do things. Madam, you are definitely correct. Mark Hamill is definitely a tweeter. I see him all the time on Twitter. Yeah. So let's see. He actually did a few voices. Uh, Castle in the Sky, Amazing Stories. Um, he was not in any movies that mo- mo- us, none of us would know. Um, yeah, I'm looking at his entire thing. I'm like, none of these TV shows or movies I even know. I, I guess, oh, wait a minute. He was in the Little Mermaid TV series. <laughs> oh, uh, I know that TV series. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah, his, his big, his big stride was when he did uh, Batman in, uh, in his career took, his career had a resurgence at that point. Because then he started doing it. Because after people realized, oh, you're a pretty good voice actor. Okay, let's have you do more voices. 
And so, I mean, he was doing Ren and Stimpy, Fantastic Four, Phantom 2040, uh, The Adventures of Batman and Robin. Yeah. I mean, and they started getting him into more video games like Wing Commander. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he 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 was he, he found he found voice acting, which at which uh, as Chris Rock would say is probably like the easiest job in the world. All you have to do is say a line and then go, "Hey, is this is this good enough?" They say yes, and then I make $200,000 a movie. Oh, I'm Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, to actually say, uh, to get to what Mark Hamill said, he said, it was truly an honor to be entrusted to play the character in the original Batman, the animated series back in 92. I had no idea at the time the impact it would have on my career or how it would be received by Bat fans worldwide, but it's the gift that keeps on giving. And then Kevin Conroy, the guy that played uh, Batman in that same series, actually, um, actually commented him because they're like best friends. I mean, they literally like were working together day in, day out in the studio, in the sound studio, I believe. Um, he was like, you deserve all the praise you've received. You're brilliant in the role, and I know you make me a better Batman. You're the yeah. best. Did and, you see uh, the uh, video uh, Mark Hamill did reading Trump tweets? Or he just read, he actually just read one. But he, that was pretty funny. As the Joker? Yeah, he read it in the Joker. Oh, God. That was awesome. I'll link you in the chat. It's pretty good. And Mark Hamill says, uh, they say a hero is only as good as his villain, and I believe the reverse is also true. And I had the best. Kevin Conroy, with his effortless and distinct characterizations of Bruce Wayne and his alter ego, he will always be my Batman and a loyal friend. Mm. So that's amazing, the amount of... Uh, so he'll probably get a lot more royalties from that as well, so... I mean, he's probably enjoying retirement now because no, he no longer has to play Luke and he no longer has to play the Joker. He's got nothing left to do except do yeah. cameos. If he yeah. just does cameos the rest of his life, then he's fine. I don't Isn't he like old as shit? He doesn't really need to do anything. Oh, actually, no, he's actually not that old. He's only 66. I thought he was in his 70s. No. But yeah, he can he can just hang out. He's, he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, which is why I'm I'm surprised people are like, oh, I wish Luke was like how he was in the original series. I'm like, the man is 66. Mm -hmm. Obviously, time, obviously, you change with age. You're not the same as you were when you were younger. When you get older, I mean, a lot of things change for you. Yeah, like give the give him some slack. He's old. He's cranky. <laughs> he didn't like acting as Luke in the new movie. But she sure gave a hell of a performance, though. Oh, apparent. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there was like, uh, I'm trying to see what his accolades were. Uh, I'm trying to see what his accolades were from the time that, uh, between like the gap between '83 and '92. Mark Hamill's reading Trump's tweets in his iconic Joker voice. Yep, it's that was really 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 gaining support for Trump. Yes, because the whole guy's anti-Trump. I think. Yeah. So that's what. Yeah. You're giving well, I mean, anyone Hollywood is Trump because people are not going to imagine all those tweets in the Joker voice, and they're going to like it. He could be just a Twitter celebrity. People make money just being famous off Twitter yeah, anyway. That's true too. Look at the Wendy's person. He's probably paid a lot of money by the guy being... who runs the Wendy's account. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> think about it. He's giving them so much endorsement. I would just make him like, dude. You're getting a raise. 
He was, he was about twenty bucks an hour. I'm pretty sure they pay the guy that does like the Sonic Twitter page a lot too, because you know he constantly posts as well. Yeah. So I mean, they they must you know they must get paid a pretty penny. Like I know there's people that get paid like fifty thousand dollars a post. Yeah. Jesus. But hey, you know it's all about that grind. You know it's all about the dirt. You know just getting in the dirt so you can eventually get up to the clouds. Mm. The nice moolah. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, some people take, it takes some people, it takes a while and some people uh, it takes a, it just takes a little bit quicker. Yeah. But Hey, we reached our time guys. Yeah. So that's going to be it for our show tonight. Uh, next time around when we come back, uh, there's nothing really like happening right now in, in the middle of July. Like th- around this time during the summer, there's not that really much that happens unless of course there's like any announcements that come out. We'll actually yeah. talk about it. Um, but there hasn't really been anything. Yeah. We'll have but, to wait and see. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot, I mean, there was a lot we could have talked about, but you know, we had to really narrow it down. So we have we to, we to put a half hour into cartoons yeah. <laughs> yeah well hey i mean that was probably like the biggest topic yeah. of at all oh breaking yeah. news by the way uh breaking news uh they actually released the uh released the date for the joker movie that's gonna be with joaquin phoenix Ugh. When? Yeah, they, uh october 4th of next year okay oh okay that'd be sooner yep so it, it's and it will take place in the dceu so that is a fact uh if you can think of a more interesting joker to do from hmm? i do not like the joker oh okay. uh, in the no. eu Huh. Well, there, you know, one of my uh, one of my co-hosts from my movie podcast, uh, going to the cinema, they were saying, "Well, what if they do the whole storyline with the three Jokers?" That would be interesting. That yeah. would be interesting. Like, get rid of the Jared Leto Joker, make it his own thing. Do you like the three backstories? Hell, yeah, or well, hell, better yet, make the movie like an hour long, but have three versions of the movie across different theaters. Or basically, every time you, every time a person goes to see the movie, they see a different version of it. That well, sounds no. unrealistic, but also an insanely good marketing. It's a strategy. good marketing strategy because one theater could be playing one ending, the other theater across town could be playing the other ending. Wow. Oh God! Now you're really, now you're really going too far with that. Collect the movie theaters are not ready for that yet. It sounds so stupid and so genius at the same time. It might yeah. work. It <laughs> might genius. Keyword being might. But hey, at least they get to try some things. And if they, yeah. it doesn't work, then it's say, like, hey, at least we tried. At least we yeah. said we did it. Yeah. But anyway, um, if any more news comes out about that, I'll let you guys know. But um, in the meantime, thank you, everybody, for listening. The links, if you're listening on YouTube, are in the description box. And if you happen to be listening on any of our podcasting platforms, they're also there as well. So you could definitely check us out. Uh, next time we roll around, we will uh, get more geeky. So tune in for more of that. Uh, bye, everybody. See you next bye. time. Bye. See ya. Bye.